I usually don't watch TV, but when I do, I love to watch classic Y2K movies. Um, one of the ones that I watched tonight was one of my favorites, which is Shallow Howl. And Shallow Howl was one of my favorites, especially when I was younger, because I always understood those deep messages, right? Like more than surface level when I was younger. And if you haven't seen it, it's, it's a funny-ass movie. I highly recommend you watch it. However, there is a lot of morale behind the movie, right? So, for example, this is pretty average guy who is, like, real shallow. He likes, like, very, um, very, like, slim girls, you know, very pretty girls. Um, and... It was like he was told to be that way, right? Like his father told him to be like that before he passed. And his right-hand man just like kind of confirmed it um, <laughs> because his right-hand man was shallow too. Um, he gets stuck in the elevator. He meets this guy who kind of like shifts his perception and once he gets his perception shift, he uh, shift shifted. Excuse me, past tense. He sees all these women, you know, all these people. Actually, not even just women, just all these people. Period. For who they truly are, he starts to see them as beautiful. You know, even what society would say is not the preferable choice, right? And he falls in love with this um, thicker, overweight woman. And um, because remember, he sees her as like his dream girl. And he gets to know her. She's a wonderful person. She volunteers for the community. Like She's just super awesome. And his mans and, and everybody around him is like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, why would you be with her? You know, you need to set your standards up a little higher. Like, why would you be with somebody that looks like her? And he was so confused because, mind you, he's, his perception was shifted. So his mans is so jealous that he has a girl. And, like, he's, like, falling in love with this girl. And she's taking him away from him, which is, like, low-key gay. But a lot of y'all males have that. A lot of y'all friends be low-key gay. Um, and he goes and tells a psychiatrist or the guy who did the shifting of the uh, perception, like, hey, I need my friend back, you know, what can I do? Anyways, in the end, Hal begins to see Rosemary, the main woman, um, as for what she is, you know, this overweight woman. And he like started treating her like shit. He avoided her, you know, um, just like real horrible. And there was this, there was a really pretty girl who was very slim, who he tried to bag in the beginning of the movie, but she like wasn't really interested in him at all because he was average and she treated him really bad. But it's like once she's seen how much he loved this woman, especially like his this skinny girl was like judging this bigger girl by her size like what no I don't want you but I don't want this bitch to have you either right a lot of skinny girls go through that mentality I've seen it um and 
all of a sudden she was interested in him. And he goes on a date with her, and then after a while, he, like, snaps to his senses, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, you didn't want me before. Why you want me now, you know? Of course, at the end, girl gets guy, guy gets girl. It works out beautiful, right? But there's something so much deeper that I started to think about when I was watching the movie. And it's just that so many people like to say, like, that there's no... You know, oh, there's no men out here, or there's no girls out here, or whatever. And the thing is, is that our society is very shallow. And I think that that's probably why Shallow How is like one of my favorite movies, because it's like I always knew that something was very wrong with how people seen and judged others. You know, like for example, when I was in middle school, I really, I was not fat at all. Like, not even at all. Like, my stomach was flat. My legs was small, but I had a big butt and I had big breasts. And, um, like, the kids would be really super mean to me. And it would just be like, what the fuck? But all the boys would, like, want to be with me or want to talk to me. But it's like when they were in front of their friends, you know, or in front of, um, like, slimmer girls, they would kind of, like, look at me. Like, if they wasn't just trying to be with me two days ago. And once I realized that, I'm like, no wonder why I love this movie so much. But this movie is on some real shit. Moral of the story is, is that so many people miss out on true love because of what society says. And to me, like, if you're a man who, like misses out on true love or misses out on a really great woman for you because of what she looks like honestly you got the like you got a white man holding your dick straight up <laughs> that's so fucking vulgar alright I, I, sorry I just I just have to say that and the reason being is because of this right if we if we're really being real like on some real shit Black women in history have never been slim. Like, like never. Like, there's never been a history, a point of time where we were slim. We became slim. We started having genetic deformities of being slim because of things like slavery, which caused us to go through malnutrition, especially when they brought us here and it wasn't our same food, you know? So our genetics start to change over time. And of course, what do white people do? They capitalize on the fucked up things that happen to us and make us think that like we're doing good when we're really doing fucked up. Now, granted, that's not to say that every single person was like, you know, thicker or curvier. No, of course, you probably have some slim people here and there. But as a whole, like black people all over the world, it it was never such thing. It was never such thing. And I think because, again... That's what the white man likes. That's how the white man likes his woman to look. You know, like real slim and like perky titties and like a real, uh, uh, like an onion booty or something. Like, I don't know. But it's like, that's what the white man wants. Why? Because that's how his woman has always looked. You know, nothing happened to them to change their their phenotypes in uh, genetic form. So they always kind of look the same throughout time. I said now, which is so funny how now it's switching. 
right? Like society literally tells people, especially black people, black people get it really bad. Society could literally like, and not even could, society has literally brainwashed the black man and the black woman against each other in all forms. We don't agree with each other emotionally, spiritually, physically, religiously, financially. There's nothing that we agree with each other on. And that's all by design. You know, that's all by design. And at the end of the day, it's not to say, like, you know, you can't like what you like. Like, everybody has a type. You know, everybody has a type. Everybody has what they prefer, you know? Like, for example, for me, honestly, I got I don't know. I can't really say I have a type because, like I said, since I was younger, I always used to see a lot of shallow parts of, like, boys. And it always just made me see, like, damn, the cute ones is fucked up. <laughs> and then the ugly ones is fucked up, too. Because, like I said, it, it just all depends on, like, friends being around. You know, like, I never had a problem pulling attractive guys. If anything, all my ex, my ex-partners or ex-situations had all been attractive. They all look so different from each other. Super, super different. But they're all very attractive, at least to me. You know, and um, I I love that about myself. You know, I love that I give people the opportunity to show me who they are on the inside because how you look on the outside is not going to get us through tough times. You know, when relationships start getting rocky, <laughs> somebody's physical appearance is not going to like magically shift the situation. You know, um, you can't like sex your way out of stagnancy or sex your way out of the honeymoon phase fading away, right? Like, no. You know what I'm saying? Again, eventually that person's true colors come out. And because they have been so favorable in the eyes of society, one, they feel like they can easily replace you. They don't really need you or they have milked you. They've used you for your money, used you for whatever they could get out of you. But it's not their fault. It's just what they're used to because society has put a certain type of woman, a certain type of man on a certain type of level, right? And let's be real, it goes to their head. You know, like for me, I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I've been, when I was much smaller, I've seen like how men would treat me. You know, like how they would put me on like this high pedestal. Even still, till now, like I think, especially now, now that I'm really walking in my truth, I'm walking in my divine path. Men are just attracted to me like crazy, just period. Like no matter what I look like, but I know some women who are around my size and a lot bigger, and they struggle. They struggle to find partners that's gonna treat them right, not be embarrassed to take them out, not be embarrassed to show them off. You know, and that says a lot because y'all be showing off these skinny bitches who be fucking y'all friends, fucking y'all brothers, fucking y'all cousins, or fucking y'all over trying to ruin y'all life, ruin y'all image. You know, like, and again, that's not to say all. Like, granted, I know none of my friends are skinny. So if y'all listening to this, it's not (laughs) y'all. Y'all the real ones. (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, like, it's not about that. But what I'm saying is just, like, it's just, again, it's about a certain look, you know, that people go insane over. Like, I've literally watched some of my male friends, um, especially, like, the, the ones who I grew up with, really. Like, I've watched them choose a certain type of woman. Mind you, they would tell me, because I... I was always that cool ass friend who always knew everything. And they would tell me like, yeah, you know, I met this girl or whatever, but she not really all that, but you know, and I would ask them like, well, is she nice? You know, is she respectful to you? Like, does she care about you? Does she care about like how your day is going? You know, like, like what you, what are you up to? Like, is she nurturing? Like, like, cause I'm a woman. So I don't judge women by outward appearances, appearances because I've been judging people by their soul and their spirit since I was a, a youth. So your outward appearance can't fool me, you know? Like, I've had extremely beautiful people, male and female, wonder why I don't like them. I don't like you because I see you for what you really are. If you're a succubus or incubus spirit, I I can see you. I don't give a fuck how good you'd look. Uh, I I could care less. It doesn't doesn't matter to me. And, um... You know, they would say, yeah, like, she's great, but, you know, I don't really want people asking me questions, and I don't have to explain nothing to nobody. And I'm like, what? Are they going to be, what? Like, literally, I lost for words sometimes in these conversations, because I'd have to ask them, well, like, are these people in your bed with you 24-7? Are they in your car 24-7? Are they at your job? Like, like, what is it that you let society dictate who you're going to be with? So you'd rather be with this person who looks really good but treats you like shit? Yeah, like, I'm not understanding that. And I don't get it. I got to say, I don't get it. There was a point in my life where I used to have an ideal type right like six figures six figure salary six feet tall you know a six pack but that was in my mind but every time that I would attract a guy just like that they'd be a fucking devil they'd be the devil himself literally straight up narcissistic straight up toxic straight up fucking stay away danger red flags and it was just because they were so appealing to society that they just felt like they was the shit. It went to their head. You know, and then I finally reached a point in my life where I started looking, well, I started really attracting other people like me, you know, like very attractive people, but mad humble, you know? So like granted, when I dress up, I could really clean, I could clean the fuck up. But because I don't want people to like see me you know what I'm saying? For something that I'm not. I'm more so cool just being my regular self. Like, I'm cool wearing some jeans and a fitted hat. And I'm going to the store or I'm going to make a run. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's to a point to where that's what I started to attract. And that's what I like. I like those quote-unquote diamonds in the rough. Because that that's, that's me. You know? And a lot of guys who, like... Let's say, for example, if I'm just too thick for them or whatever the fuck they, whatever. They won't tell me. They'll never tell me. But again, because when I'm intuitive and I'm a very spiritual person, I already know. 
I already know exactly what's going on. I already know, like, I already know. Um, what ends up happening is that their shallowness would weed them out of my direction automatically, and I take it as a blessing. Because why would I want somebody to be with me strictly for how I look? Because the men that do be with me, they still want to be with me. Granted, I don't know if I want to be with them, but they want to be with me. Why? Because they know, like, oh, shit, this this is like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you very rarely find somebody who's as genuine, you know, as nurturing, as caring. But... It's not true. There's more women just like me. But y'all don't be giving them a chance. Y'all overlook them. And y'all sit here and listen to a nigga like Kevin Samuels, who's a narcissist. A man who's had multiple divorces. None of his ex-wives have anything good to say about him. His own child doesn't have nothing good to say about him. Like, as I'm talking, literally, Trump's... Trump's uh, Trump's uh, Truth Social just went <laughs> is now available. That's probably what I'm gonna name this shit. Truth Social, because this is this is a socially this is a problem that we have socially, where we avoid the truth of why our people are single, why our people are unhappy. We're unhappy because it's like, who the fuck y'all think y'all are? That's why. That's why. Some people like have to get real you gotta fucking get real but let me talk about Kevin Samuels for a minute because I, I at first I was really feeling him because I love when people can be real honest with women you know because I'm honest with women I tell women straight up like nah I need some healing baby like but then when I really start listening to him I start listening to him degrade women tell women that that they're they're fours and fives like who the fuck you think you are nigga you are old ass nigga with some fucking cheap cologne on and a nice suit okay what do you like what i don't see you with no billionaire friends and you talking about who's a, a four and a five i don't the billionaires have colognes that we never even heard about You're a regular nigga. And you degrading women? A black man with a, a fucking platform degrading women. His own women, black women. Talking about fours and fives. Nigga, you're a, a you're literally a white man trapped in a black man's body because his whole mentality is like a white man. And you're leading black men. So it's like in a sense, he's playing into exactly what white media what so uh, what media was created to do is to continuously find these different streams and different ways to tear the black family apart. If the t- if if the magazines and the movies and the blogs and everything is giving you this one ideal phenotype, and you look at your women that come in all these different colors, all these different shapes and sizes, and there's this one ideal phenotype. That fucking explains everything. And that's something that like we have to start being honest about. Now again, it's not for you to date out your ideal. Everybody likes who they wanna like. Everybody likes who they wanna like. But if you really like somebody and you choose not to like, 
pursue them or not to talk to them because of how they look, you should really check your spirit, check your heart. Who did that to you? Because that's not righteous at all. You know, we have a lot of women. I granted, I have some of the most beautiful friends in the world. My friends are in all shapes, all sizes. I have very slim friends, slim friends, uh, slim, thick friends, curvy, thick friends, thick, thick friends, plus size friends, like literally. And they're all so beautiful and they're beautiful people on the inside. Beautiful. So when I look at them with like getting married and having relationships and all these good things, I know it's because they have so much more than just what they're offering on the outside. You know, but when I look at society today, and even like when I'm looking at these wedding pages, like black wedding pages, black um, black marriage, black this, black that, black love, it's all of the same phenotype women, all different kinds of men, fat men, skinny men, in shape men, out of shape men, but this one type of woman. And then we wonder why our black women are single. Because the white man and his woman has brainwashed our men. There's no other man in the planet, no other race of man on this planet that has this this problem. Spanish men like, like their women, however they are. If they love you, if you thick, they with you. If you slim, they with you. If you slim thick, they with you. Chinese men, same thing. Indian men, oh, they're definitely like like they real close to their African roots because they can give two shits. They have slim wives, they have thick wives. Oh well. But for some reason, our black men want white men's women. And they're pretty solid on that. You know, like, and again, it's not to say all, like I'm not generalizing all, because let's be real, that would be bullshit. I just said that I had thick, thick friends that that are married. So it's not all, but it's too many. It's too many to where it's creating this, this disbalance in our society. We already have almost 2 million men locked away in prison. We already lost our men to prison, to jail. Now we lose our men because of brainwashing. So many men could be happily married right now, but because society teaches you one, to never be satisfied, and two, to go after a certain type of person, thing, or whatever, is like, you, you, set, you, put, your, you put limits on your own life because of your brainwashing, your programming. And that's shallow how? That's shallow as fuck. You know, so I say this to all the women who listen to my podcast, all the women, all shapes of women, all colors of women, you are all beautiful. You are all beautiful. You are all worthy. You are all worthy of true love. I don't care what size you look like, what color you look like. I don't care. As long as you take care of yourself, okay, you make yourself feel pretty, you, you're pretty. You're beautiful. 
and you deserve the world. You deserve a man that's gonna bring you flowers, a man that's gonna show you off, a man that's not gonna be afraid to to heal you up in in public. Not just come to you in secret. Not just be nice to you in secret. And if they do do that, then trust me, babe, you dodged a bullet. You dodged a bullet. Now, there's nothing wrong with having friends, but just like Bob Molly said, it's of, of, of a coward to awaken a love and woman in a woman and then like run away from it or don't want it or, you know, you don't have to be anybody's doormat. You don't have to wait around for anybody. You deserve so much more than that. Like there's love out there and trust me, I know because I've I've met great guys. Like there's great guys out there. Now if it doesn't work, then it just doesn't work. So what? <laughs> Get out there again. Too often, you know, women, like I said, all women, especially us black women, we get disappointed by men and then we be like, just fuck them. You know? And either we say fuck them and just be completely single and don't even want to see a nigga, or we just be too loose, too too out there. <laughs> Y'all, on, that's the extremes. Don't be on the extreme. Just be in the middle. Stay centered. Center yourself. The more you love yourself, the more you attract somebody that's going to love the fuck out of you. No matter what you look like. And this is why we see a lot of our black women now starting to date out their race. Because now it's like, okay, well, if my, if I, if my man doesn't want to accept me, then what am I supposed to do? Just die off? Is is the black race supposed to just die off? That's probably that's probably, that was probably the goal. Let's be real. But no, we're gonna go and do our thing too. We're gonna go populate ourselves. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying too? Because that's that's insane. Like this topic just always gets me so passionate because again. It just makes me so sad Like when I watched the movie and I seen how nice he was, you know, to this woman who he thought was like this real slim, beautiful woman. But I watched how society, like his, his mans, his co-workers, people on the street who saw them together, I watched society like turn up their nose to this couple. And I'm just like, dang, this shit must happen every day, huh? You know, and I don't know what that feels like. And and I pray that I'd never find out. But if I did go through something like that, I wouldn't give two fucks. I wouldn't give two fucks. The only reason why I pray I would never find out is because I would... (laughs) I would hurt that person's feelings and let them know. Like, you're a fucking... You're a fucking shithole. Badass, you're a shithole. And and are you married? Are you with anybody? Do you have somebody? No. So what the fuck? What you judging? Like, come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? Literally helping them genocide us. You know, like, there's some guys out here who would take a regular a regular looking girl and spend thousands of dollars to upgrade her 
upgrade her body, her titties, her ass, pay for her to get some bundles, whatever. You feel me? And turn her into like a builder woman, right? But the same guys wouldn't take the same amount of energy without spending off all their life savings, day money that they could be using to build an empire, right? They wouldn't take that same money to get with, let's say, a woman who they just need to go to the gym. They just need to work out. They just need to eat healthy. Like, it's like a cycle. It's like this aggressive cycle, right? Where it's like, okay, because I'm trying to... Okay. It's like... If somebody is unwanted, never seen as, like, desirable, never seen as an achievement, you know, never never just, never accepted, then they get older, they start to form unhealthy habits to cope with not feeling accepted, right? So that's where you see a lot of overeating, binge eating, you know, like all these eating disorders start to develop from feeling unaccepted. And we as society, has a, we have allowed that to be okay. You know, like, it's so funny how different it is. Because for me, working in a junior high school, high school, elementary school, I don't really be seeing them talk about, like, who's fat and who's skinny and this and that now. Like, big Gen Z is on some whole other wave. They on a whole other way. They focusing on some other shit. You know, but for my generation, it was just all about like, who's fat? Who's skinny? Who's this? Who's that? And then it was like, okay, well, let's joke on them. Let's clown on them. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and it would just become this vicious cycle. Now, for me personally, I didn't get really overweight until like two years ago, which is so fucking crazy. But the problem was... I'm fucking here with this quote-unquote desirable, attractive guy who was stressing me the fuck out. It was like a stre- it was stressful to keep up with this relationship because the, the guy on the inside wasn't who I thought he was. Granted, was he cute? He was one of the most beautiful men I've probably ever seen. <sighs> a little rugged, but, you know? But on the inside, it's like his soul is like... It was half and half. And that other half that was real mean and real fucked up was too much for me. And I started to focus all my attention on trying to save this relationship rather than myself. And then once I gave him, like, full reign of myself, my body, my mind, my my spirit, everything, by the time I looked, it was like I finally mustered up the courage to end the relationship. But by the time I looked at myself, I lost myself. You know, and then here comes all these life disasters coming to cycle right after that, right? So it's like you never really get a break. So imagine everybody just going through life and then we're like judging each other for how the the toll that life, life has taken on you. So you'll be with some like super, super beautiful person, male or female, and they could be doing cocaine, crack, heroin, whatever. And you'll deal with them just because they look good on the outside but their body is rotting from the inside out. You know, like just, I don't know. And I'm going to open up the Spotify comments because I want to know, like, and granted, I'm not saying everybody because I know everybody is a generalization and generalizations are dangerous. 
we're not saying everybody. I'm not saying everybody. But too many people think and act like this. So tell me, what do you guys think about this? Are you shallow how? Are you shallow how? Are you, or, or do you see people for what they really are? Are you missing out on opportunities in love? You know, I've seen some couples where it was like two, two really big people and their love was so strong and so powerful that they healed each other on the inside first. And of course, when you heal yourself on the inside, it starts to show on the outside. Both of them got in shape. And they're like even more in love with each other than ever before because that's like accomplishing a major goal, a major um, a major accolade in life. You know, weight loss is huge. But they loved each other until they got to that goal. And that's the part that we're missing. It's like people don't want to put in no work. You know, then we wonder why it's like like all these girls that go for the guy that has money or has a bag already and doesn't want to deal with no nigga that she has to build with or has to watch him come up. No. You know, like you have to be very careful with certain certain people and certain things. Like, cause like let's say for example, um, I would be I'd be talking to a guy, right? Again, like I said, usually the guys who I talk to are pretty decent looking. And once I start talking to the guy, all of a sudden, all these bitches start coming out the woodworks. I'm like, wait, y'all were y'all was never. But you, what? You just, like, dumbfounded, right? And no, it's just because it's like, no, well, I don't want him, but I don't want you to have him either, you know? Like, I don't want, I don't want him, but I don't want him to have nobody else either. You know, it's like, you, you have to be very careful when you're dealing with people. You know, you have to be very careful. Because you never know what someone's true intention, especially when they're not treating you right. When they're taking you for granted, when they're embarrassing you, when they're using you. You have to be very careful, like letting Delilah, you know what I'm saying? Letting Delilah fool you. Letting Jezebel fool you. You know, it's like, it's all too often we hear about these these stories, especially our forefathers, falling for that. Falling for strange ideologies of of women. To lose their entire empire. And God doesn't play. God took that shit right back. Look at what he did with Solomon. He told Solomon, I don't care if your father is David. I don't care if I gave you wisdom. Nigga, I told I told I told your ass to do X, Y, and Z, and you got distracted getting drunk off of strange women. So, because I still honor and love David, I'm going to give this a day. I'm going to give this to somebody else. I'm going to take it away from you and give it to somebody else since you don't know what to do with it. You, you distracted. Let these bitches take care of you then. You know, like, 
Look at Samson, strongest man, the strongest man, the literally the hero, Israel's hero, and a, a woman's beauty, falling for a woman's beauty, a woman's charm, despite her obvious deceptive ways, because bitch if you keep asking me the same fucking question in in different ways and every time i answer you something fucked up happens to me obviously you're the fucking problem but people don't see that people only see what's on the outside and how this person is pretending to be somebody could say a million words to you and in those million words say or absolutely fucking nothing to you at all Like, what? But but you fall for it. You you get lost in the mist because it's like it's like lust. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Cause it could be lust, but then it could be like disillusionment. I don't know. But all I know is that if you have somebody in your life, no matter how they look. If you have somebody in your life and all of a sudden your life start getting fucked up and shit start turning upside down, I always really start to look close. Who's around? Who am I confiding in? Because there's no way that I should be taking L's. Especially if you're a good person. There's no way that I was successful, uh, successful before I was with you or before we got serious or before we started living together or before, like... There's no way I was up and then when I'm with you, I'm fucked up or my my success is 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 staggered. No. True love elevates both people. Both people should always be elevated. Always climbing to the next level. Always successful. Always have something, some new accomplishment to show off to each other. Not just one person eating off the other. Whether that be emotionally, financially, whatever. No, both people should be bringing shit to the relationship. Both people should be spiritually enriching each other. Both people should be equally yoked. Both people should be able to sit down and talk for hours all day and never get tired of it. Why? Because that's what a life partner is. It's not just somebody who you could show off on your arm. <laughs> like... That's that's movie shit. That's movie shit because after after you finish parading around for society, what do you do when you go home and this person don't even want to talk to you? They don't want to. They don't even want to sit down and look at you over the dinner. They don't even cook you dinner. Well, if they do cook you dinner, they try to put period blood in your dinner so that you won't see their true colors. Or I don't know, vice versa. Because I've literally had some real attractive men. Try to like disillusion me. Like, like, what? Nigga, you know who I am? I see right through this facade. I don't give a fuck how hot, sexy you are. <laughs> it's not gonna work for me, baby. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. I'm noticing that certain shit in my house getting broken up. My bag fucking declining by two cents. I'm like, no, it's you. You got to go. No. No, I don't care how fine you are. I don't care how good sex is. No. My life outside of this relationship is worth way more 
you know, like, come on, that's crazy. A lot of, especially a lot of big women, a lot of big women stay with fucking douchebags, you know, because they think that they're like, they cute or they just happy that somebody accepts them. Fuck that nigga. The more, the more you put up with a nigga that don't see your value, the more you push away the man that is going to see your value away from you. Why? Because you're devaluing yourself, making you less attractive or just shutting off your energy to other people, devoting yourself to somebody who's devoting themselves to other bitches. A lot of guys use bigger women. A lot of guys use bigger women, even right to their face. And y'all let them. Stop letting niggas get over on y'all. A man should be taking you on a date, using his money to fucking pay for a date. Don't he? That's what he want at the end or eventually, right? He want to get fucking have sex, right? Nigga, you would pay a prostitute. And that's not to say that women are prostitutes, no. But when you want something, you go after it. You put your energy and your effort into it. That's what I mean. So, what's the difference? No, like, far too, far too long this shit been going on. Everybody's complaining. Oh, there's no good men. There's no good women. I never say that because I know that there is. Now, granted, I'm like that grandma from Instagram, you know? (laughs) She says some shit like, like she's real single or some shit like that. And she's like, but if she wants a boyfriend, she can have four or five of them. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to feel deep down on the inside. Supposed to feel confident. So that when true love comes your way, you accept it, they accept you, and now y'all just happily ever after. Y'all onto some next shit. Y'all about to have Cinderella part two, part three, part four. Like, you know, but enough, enough of this, like, this toxicity. Everything is about looks. And that's why people are so narcissistic. A lot of people are unhappy in relationships because they're dating the damn devil. This person is draining you, draining you emotionally, draining you financially, draining you literally, and then talking shit to you treating you like shit, embarrassing you. That that's not that's not love. Yes, love does have up and down times, but up and down times is some other shit, not that. True love never violates. Never. True love never violates. Never. No matter how rocky shit is. Y'all could be two homeless motherfuckers living in a car and y'all gonna make the best out of it. But trust and believe somebody that's not for you, somebody that was just using you or playing you or just seeing you as a come up, when shit starts to get rocky, they out. They gone. And they'll, But they'll be back. When you're up again, yeah, they'll be back. And at that point, you should know, this person is not for me. You don't love me for me. You would judge your, your mans, your homegirls like that, so you have to judge your partners like that too. They don't get a pass. So those are the same people who will fucking violate you, dun you, steal from you. But because of looks, you turn a blind eye? I thought she was looking. Oh, what? 
like a lot of shit that society do this doesn't make any sense to me but again this is just my opinion on this topic sound off on spotify (laughs) sound off on spotify and let me know how y'all feel about it all right but again till next time We'll, get, we'll keep talking about this. Um, I definitely want to know what y'all got to say about this because this is major. This shit blocks us so bad. Like, this shit really, really blocks us. It it dampers our satisfaction with each other. It dampers how we see each other. It dampers how we engage with each other. Like, it damp- so then if it dampers the beginning stages, then imagine how we don't even make it to nothing. Right? We don't even make it to, to love stage. We don't make it nowhere because the spark the spark can't ignite because of society telling us who we should be and who we should be with <laughs>